comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the Welcome, everybody, to the Pizza Mind Podcast. This is the Money Line episode. I'm your host, AJ. As always, I've got my uh, trusted uh, producer with me, Justice West. And uh, we got a little special guest for you today. Um, we've mentioned him a number of times on previous episodes, and we felt like it was finally time to, to bring him on and introduce him to everybody. So, ladies and gentlemen, Sam T. Grayson. Hey, <laughs> um little little back a little back end story on Sam. Sam coaches with Kevin and I and and Justice. Um we've known each other for a few years now. Um he's a huge Auburn fan. So he's riding a, a large wave right now after their week after their win last week. Uh and he's ready to to drop a little knowledge on us this week and and uh test his his geniusness against us who he should be able to be at least one of us at least one but uh i appreciate that that's big time yeah How, sam, sam am i missing anything did i leave anything out um how you feeling on the bo nicks train from last week uh my heart hasn't calmed down yet somehow i made it through though and uh i'm here which is big because it's always an emotional roller coaster especially with a guy like that um, I liked it though. He, I mean, he, you could for sure tell like he's a freshman on a bunch of those plays, but that last drive, he was settled in and in the zone and looked so composed that I'm excited for the years to come with him. I was, you know, I was, I thought the game was great. And then I got like a little bit pissed off because like over the weekend, people were like, well, he played mediocre and he had a bad throw, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, yo, he's a freshman, he's 18. Um, this is the first time I've ever seen the field and beat like a top, uh, a high quality opponent that's probably going to play in their conference championship game. Like yeah. let's pump our brakes a little bit. Like he, he beat a good team and it's like, yeah, he's not supposed to look like this well-polished quarterback. Like he's a freshman. He's going to make those mistakes. I think that if this was the 13th game of the season, yeah, you probably would have a few concerns, but not the first game. Yeah, no, the fact that he didn't pass out on the last drive, I don't even care if he handed it off the entire time. Just the fact that he had the offense going <laughs> on the final drive in Dallas against, like you said, such a good Oregon team, like that's, yeah, I'm, I'm all right with some mistakes. Well, I think you guys are, I mean, I think you've, you've got your quarterback of the now as well as your quarterback of the future, but um, I think everybody right now can breathe a little sigh of relief that at least you got your quarterback and you know who you're rolling with, and then now you start to look forward in the schedule and, and try to map out where you could do some damage. Yeah, we went from seven and five to eight and four, in my opinion, from that game. Which is fair. I, I appreciate you coming on here with a little less bias than everybody else. Justice, however, is going to tell me how Tennessee is still going to go eleven and one. I don't see it. That's like he's in a dark place right now, man. It's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll catch that later when we do the picks. Um, I do want to real quickly, uh, here at the beginning of the episode, you guys know this is a little bit of a shorter episode than we typically do. So I want to recap last week's, if that's okay with you guys. Um, just real quickly, we don't have to go line by line. But 
Uh, Kevin on the spread last week went, believe it or not, he's absent tonight, but he went 5-0 and this weekend with his picks oh. uh, against the spread. AJ, a um, bit of a rough week against the spread, went 2-3. and mm. And I myself went 4-1 and against the spread. So uh, for our just straight-up picks, uh, we had AJ coming in at 7-3 and with his straight-ups. Kevin with eight and two and myself at nine and one. And we now have Sam T as our guest picker this week. He will be also chiming in on his picks for the week for our 10 games. So AJ, this is the peace of mind money line. We hope to try to win anyone listening some money. Uh, They shouldn't have listened to you last week if they wanted to do that. In my defense, I said don't listen to me to start with. (laughs) However, also in my defense, I won money last week in real life, so (laughs) that's fine. (laughs) Maybe we should put that to the test here for week two. And I think actually our guest picker may have some uh, games against the spread himself to select. So, AJ, I'm going to open it up with you. Uh, if you want to do all five, you can. If you want to just do one at a time, feel free. But who do you got for your picks against the spread? Yeah, so uh, the first one that jumped off the page to me was uh, actually given to me by our guest picker this week. But UCF at minus 10 over FAU. Um, I watched <laughs> I watched FAU play, and, of course, they went up against a solid Ohio State team, so I'm not discrediting that, but I think like there's obviously with both being Florida teams, like there's gonna be some bad blood. There's gonna be like some some more adrenaline to this game, and I just think UCF is a better team. Um, I'm taking them at minus ten. Like I think they're gonna cover that. Uh, for the second one, I'm gonna take Southern Miss as plus sixteen and a half against Mississippi State. Um, I did not watch Southern Miss last week, so they could be terrible. But I did watch Mississippi State, and they struggled against um, they struggled against Louisiana Lafayette, and they're a a late like last ninety second field goal away from only winning that game by seven. So I look for Southern Miss, who has given us some problems, Kentucky in the past. Um, I look for them to probably play a little bit closer game hoping some of that Mississippi blood kind of spills over and and they play a little bit tougher than they normally would. So I'm going to take that. Uh, I've got the under in the Georgia Tech-South Florida game. I had this written down. Let me make sure that I'm looking at the the under right. I have it at – where'd you go? Score, where'd you go? Where'd you go? I don't know where you went. We can clip all this justice, but I'm for real tripping. I don't know where it went. Oh, here we go. Yeah, so with my next one, I'm going to take the under in the South Florida Georgia Tech game. Uh, The spread's at 62. Georgia Tech looked better, but they didn't impress me, and they don't shock me as a Georgia Tech that's going to score 40 like they used to. And... I don't know. South Florida can score points. So, yeah, I'm going to take the under there, and I I just don't foresee them scoring 62. Um, I've also got Nebraska 
versus Colorado. Uh, they had Nebraska at three and a half. I think I'm going to take that. Um, I told myself to stay away from this game, but I think that Colorado, while they did show some good things, offensively they're kind of hampered by if they can't get Sheenault the ball, like I'm not certain who else is going to make big plays for them. So I'm going to take Nebraska there. And then my final one, uh, I'm going to take A&M to cover 17 and a half because I feel like that's a bit disrespectful for a two-point game last year. I think both teams are probably a little bit better. Um, yeah, I just don't foresee it being that big of a blowout game. And I could be wrong, but um, I don't think majority of people see that as as big a blowout game as they got it marked. So those are the five I'm going to take. And then um, I'm going to give the floor over to you all. Let's see what you got. So, Sam, I'm curious who you got. If uh, I heard you had some uh, some a lot of confidence on a couple of these, so I'm curious to hear where you're wanting to go. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and get those out of the way now just because AJ actually picked both of them. Um, the UCF minus 10, that's, that's just ridiculous. I'm hammering that all day. Also, the A&M uh, plus, what did you say, 17 and a half? 17 and a half, yep. Yeah, that's – I mean, Clemson's good, but that's too many points. That's so many points, though. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's just a lot. I can't see how that's how that game's going to be that big of a margin. So those are, yeah, those are the two that um, that I've been confident in. Uh, the other ones I'm going to throw out here, let's see. I'm going to take, which whew, after last year, betting on Florida State sounds stupid, but I'm going to take Florida State minus 21 over Louisiana Monroe. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's a lot of points, but hear what me out. What was that spread? Do what? What was that spread? Uh, minus 21. 21. Wow. Ooh. I know. I'm, I know. I'm listening, though. I know. So – I'm, what I'm banking on here is after a tough loss, them not going down the drain, Tagger getting them bounced back. If they can look like the Florida State team that they looked like in the first quarter and most of the first half of their game last week, they will absolutely dominate this game. Um, I'm just banking on them not falling off in the second half like they did last week. There's a lot of points, but I feel like they got a big redemption game coming up here to prove that they're not just going to absolutely be a train wreck this year again. And then I'm also going to take uh, – Oh, San Diego State plus seven against UCLA. Ooh, no, no faith in old Chip. Eh? Come on. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not even going to say anything about that game. I'm just putting it down. I just don't like them at all. And then I'm going to take a Syracuse plus two. I like that one. Syracuse is a solid team, and they really are. I'm they surprised really are. they're not favored, um, so I'm, I'm taking that for sure. Damn, that line was plus two. That might be one of my real life bets, <laughs> honestly. Be. Like, honestly, I just that's that's but wild. Here's, here's the thing: these are the kind of things where I say, "All right, Man. somebody knows something that I don't." Because if I'm looking at three lines saying this is disrespectful and somebody's got to put money down on this, you're probably going to win money if you just fade everything I just said. I will say, if that, like you said, that one's a little bit scary. I would probably look at the over in that situation just because Syracuse scored 24 last week against Liberty. Like, that's not a lot of points, but they shut Liberty out. And I also think that they kind of – I want to say that they kind of played a vanilla style of ball, just A, because Hugh Freeze was coaching from the press box 
in my kid's medical bed. So <laughs> I think like, <laughs> I do think uh, the coach kind of took it easy on them. But then B, like they know they have a bigger game coming up with Maryland the next week. I think that they kind of, you know how teams will do, they'll, they'll, they'll call more vanilla plays. So they're not showing you so much. And then they can run their full offense the next game when they play somebody um, a little bit better, very much like Texas did with Louisiana Tech and how LSU did with Georgia Southern. Just real vanilla stuff so that they can they can still have a lot of stuff not on film that they can showcase the next week. You mean just like Tennessee, Georgia State, correct? <laughs> yes, Georgia State only ran five plays, so they should be good to go for the rest of the year. <laughs> it should, it should oh, be fine. Man. No, I like I like the over in that game too, but uh, but yeah, I'm I think there's. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong, Maryland's a solid team, but I've got Syracuse pulling that one out. But the over probably is a good call. Man. Fair enough. Well done. So we'll obviously monitor these throughout. I'll give you mine super fast. I've got some uh, Big Ten schools uh, picking against them real quick. I've got Army uh, plus 22.5 against Michigan. I think Army's going to cover. Uh, I also think Cincinnati's going to cover against Ohio State simply because Ohio State's oh. defense is terrible. That's fair. Um, our, like you guys have Texas A&M against uh, Clemson. Uh, I have also the Cincinnati-Ohio State game. I have the over-under at 55.5. I have the over. Mm. And I think that's going to be a little bit more high-scoring than people think. Ohio State's going to out-duel them with Justin Fields, and they're just overpowering. But – Cincinnati will put up enough points to cover and get that over. And then lastly, I'm hitting hard. Uh, Tennessee BYU. Tennessee is actually favored by three and a half, and I'm hitting the Cougars very hard on that one. <laughs> so I think BYU will uh, both cover and win outright. My, 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 how things change. Because if I recall, just two weeks ago on this show, I said, hey, guys. I'm not so confident that BYU is a definite win. And you would have thought that I called Justin Smother out of her, her name, the way you responded to me. And then here we are two weeks later. Look who's picking BYU. That's wild. I think that fairly accurately estimated how good BYU was in my season predictions. What I did not accurately represent was how good Tennessee was. That we're basically an FCS school at this That's point. Fair. So, hey, I know you guys should go to like Rydell jerseys. <laughs> I know, I know, I put my five uh, in already, yeah. but I was just scrolling through and just saw this, and I'm going to add a uh, a money ball here. Uh, Arkansas right. Ole Miss, they have the over under at fifty two and a half. Hammered. Chance of putting that up. There's going to be like a, a fourteen to ten game. There's no way. There's going to be three safeties <laughs> in that game. <laughs> like six to nine field goals and safeties only. Oh god, that yeah, game's going to be under on that such is a bad huge because that's way too many points. They should make the SEC like the Premier League, and this game should be like for who's getting relegated <laughs> out of the SEC, like loser. Yeah, we've already decided Tennessee, and this is the next. Losers got to go to like the Atlantic, or like the uh, what is it, the AAC Sun or Sunbelt? Yeah, yeah, you got to drop down. Georgia State gets promoted. I would say, yeah, I would say that, but man, we we might have a lot of SEC teams losing. Like, let me just dial that back for a second. <laughs> yeah, after Week One, a lot of them. Yeah, it was a tough, tough week. It's gonna be a hell of a drive when we have to see 
Wyoming, week eight of the season. <laughs> All right. I do think that as we go, hopefully these will become a little bit more, I guess, thought out picks. Not that we're not putting a lot of thought behind it, but you get to see teams play for more than four quarters. And now you can fairly assess how they're going to show up to games. I think it'll be tighter, but hopefully we'll have a little bit better fortunes moving forward. Nonetheless, uh, Pickums, I know had a positive record there. So, you know, yeah, there's that. So we'll let, uh, so Kevin obviously is not here for this episode, but we will get his picks before the weekend is up. Uh, we have 10 games this week. I'm going to give them to you guys one by one. Uh, so I'll kind of call out who's going to pick first and who's going to pick second. And you just guys just give me your picks on it. Uh, feel free to give any analysis you want to give, but we'll kind of go through these pretty quick. So first game on the list, we have West Virginia at Missouri. So AJ, who do you got? I'm going to take Mizzou. And I know that's not a confident pick that I'm making, but I do think Wyoming's a little bit better team than James Madison. And West Virginia going from scoring a ton of points last year to only scoring 20 this past week kind of scares me. And there's one thing Missouri did last week. They did put up numbers. They just didn't stop anybody. Um, But I think that they bounced back and they're at home. So uh, I'm going to go with Mizzou. Sam T, who do you have? Yeah, I'm also taking Mizzou on that one. Um, just, I mean, neither one of these teams looked good last week. But if I got to pick somebody, I'm riding with Kelly Bryant all day just because of how good he did look. And like you said, the defense obviously did not show up, but his numbers were completely opposite of what the score ended up being. So I'm riding with him and I'm taking Missouri. Yeah. All right. I like that. Uh, so the next one on the list, maybe a tricky one a little bit. So we ha- Who are you taking? Oh, myself? Oh, yeah, I'm taking Missouri on that. So I have all right. a lot of the same reasons you guys stated, so I won't restate them. Sorry about that. So no, you're uh, good. Vanderbilt at Purdue. Uh, so the fighting Derek Mason travel up to see AJ's favorite non-Kentucky player. Uh, Ron, and so I'll start with our guest picker for this one, Sam T. Who do you got? You just flat out don't bet against Rondo Moore. All right. I'm, I'm taking Purdue, no doubt. Mm-hmm. AJ. Normally, I would say yes, but Vandy didn't look terrible last week. And I don't know if Georgia was just kind of making sure they didn't get anybody hurt or if Vandy just, you know, is a good team. Nonetheless, I'm taking Purdue. I'm just not certain <laughs> about Vandy. I'm just not certain about that. That was a classic Corso, what you just pulled on us. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> Stay thirsty. No, I'm, just <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm going I'm to I'm take the northern of the black and gold schools and, and hope that it turns out for me. All right. So I'm actually – I think this one's going to be way too close for comfort for a pick I think it's going to – it could be either way, but I will take Purdue on this one as well. There we go. So – Next Can't one, say I have anyway. FCC bias anymore. Pick the All games. right, that that one example. <laughs> so, game number three. So we have we talked about this a little bit earlier. So Texas A and M at Clemson. 
potentially a game. Clemson doesn't have a lot of regular season games on their schedule where you think there even could be a possibility of a loss. This might be one of the very few where like a miracle could happen. So is anybody taking Texas A&M? AJ, what do you think? Even if I was going to take Texas A&M, you can't come out early in the week and say, there's definitely going to be an upset this week. Like I, now I can't pick it. Like now I can't pick you. So even though, even if I had an inkling of a thought that I was going to pick a and I'm picking Clemson. All right, Sam, who do you have? hundred percent. It's <laughs> like I said earlier, I love the, the spread on that one. Like I just do not think it's going to be that big of a blowout, but I can't see Clemson losing this game. A&M's a very good team. And I think they're going to end up, with a very good record this year, but they're not beating Clemson. Man. See, I I think this is one that's like a three-point game type deal where, you know, a ball bounces one way or another and it changes the outcome. Very much. Uh, But I am going to take Clemson. I just – just so much talent on that team up and down. So – Let me ask you a question. Yeah, go ahead. If Clemson loses this game, what – do they just need to win out to still stay in the playoffs, or is it is this going to hurt them by losing this game? Oh, no way. They're in the playoffs if they win out. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, they're probably still – I mean, it'll depend on, obviously, what everybody else does, but, like, their schedule's not – like, this is one of the games that you can hang your hat on and win this and say, hey, look at our schedule. We beat A&M. Like, I, right. you, you can't afford to lose and have that action schedule look good. Do I think that they can lose to them and still make the playoff? For sure. But if some other teams end up at the end of the season looking pretty good, I can see them getting edged out. Fair enough. Man, hot take over here. I don't know, man. Coming in fire. So this one kind of makes me sad a little bit, this next game we're going to pick, because this is one I really wanted Kevin to talk about since he kind of grew up uh, outside of Ohio State, kind of loving Colorado. So we have Nebraska at Colorado, traditional college football rivalry. Brings me back to the late 90s, some of those awesome games they played. So uh, we'll start with Sam, our guest picker. Uh, Nebraska at Colorado, who do you have? All right. I did not watch Nebraska last week, but I did just go look up their game. And if I'm not mistaken, they had uh, two or three of their touchdowns on defense and special teams. Three touchdowns? Okay, so two touchdowns on defense, one special team touchdown. I, to me, if you're if you're pulling off a game with relying that much on turnovers and touchdowns by your defense and special teams, your offense clearly isn't working the ball as well as it needs to be. I'm taking Colorado. Um, I think they're going to both end up putting up a decent amount of points, but I think Colorado just flat out outscores them. Hmm. Mm. Okay, I, you know, it's it's tough to say. Like what you're saying is 100 percent fact. Like that, I will agree with. I I watched that Colorado game um, last week. That uh, them in uh, Colorado State, and and I picked Colorado. They put up a lot. They put up a lot of points. Um, they got better as the game went on. I thought. But I think I'm going to chalk that up more to Colorado State not being as good. Um, I just think that this Nebraska team, last year they were tested 
in close games. And I think that this will be a close game. I just think that last year, them getting tested will help prevail them this year. Whereas Colorado was just not very good last year. So they weren't in a lot of dog fights. So I'm going to take Nebraska on this one. I'm going to roll with Scott Frost and I'm going to pray that he's right. Man, I feel the same way. I'm going to go with Nebraska on that for a lot of the same reasons. It's tough, but I think they do eke it out. So the next game, number five on our list, is a real slugfest between powerhouses in the SEC. We have Arkansas at Ole Miss, a game that everyone is setting their DVRs to make sure they don't miss. Um, it's in Oxford in the Grove. Sam, who do you got? Uh, I got me not watching this game. I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> Nap time central. Man, you better believe No it. chance I want to see this, but – I'm taking Ole Miss. It's going to be very low scoring. It's going to probably be just an ugly game because these are two teams that just have not looked good in the past couple of years. Um, I'm taking Ole Miss, but, yeah, it's going to be very low scoring. AJ? Yeah. I'm with him on this one. I'm taking Ole Miss. Um, and it's not because I trust Ole Miss. It's just because I don't trust Arkansas. That's fair. Um that's him. I don't like my picks at all thus far because I'm one for one with AJ on everything. So I'm taking <laughs> I'm taking Ole Miss as well. So hopefully that changes up as we go to the second half here. Uh, so this is a fun one. Uh, Miami at Mac Browns, uh, University of North Carolina. Uh, big turnaround game for Mac last week against an SEC school. So AJ, you taking Mac Brown again this week, or are you going to Miami? No, I'm not taking Mac Brown. I'm going Miami. Um, while I do think that was a great – obviously, I didn't learn my lesson picking against him last week. Um, I think Miami having an additional week to prepare for this game probably puts them in a better situation to come out and win this game. Um, they've played, they played a better opponent in Florida and were a couple bounces away from winning that game. Um, I just think that they have to come out and get a win. Uh, and I think that that extra week of practice kind of puts him in a position to get that. Sam, do you have any strong opinions here? Uh, I don't have any strong opinions. I took UNC originally when I first ran through this, and then I went back through it just to make sure I didn't make any stupid mistakes, which I'm sure I did. Uh, and I took him originally just because, like, the Miami-Florida game was just ugly. But after thinking about it, I was – Thinking, you know, maybe that's just an early thing. Everybody's kind of starting to figure things out. UNC's coming off an emotional win, and I think that they're set up maybe to drop one here. Um, I am going to take Miami. Uh, I'm really, I'm really counting on them to bounce back from the performance that they had against Florida. But, um, but yeah, I got Miami. Man, I feel uncomfortable picking the same as everyone on the panel, but I'm taking Miami as well. So, moving on to game number seven, um, have a. Uh, Huge underdog here. We have FCS Tennessee uh, at home against uh, uh, powerhouse Brigham Young coming in from the FBS. So, Sam, who do you got? Rocky Top. Wow. Here's the thing. They can't be this bad. (laughs) There's just no way. I'm not buying it. I mean, don't get me wrong. (laughs) But you got to bounce back. And if you're ever going to bounce back, it's got to be this game because the rest of your schedule 
I mean, aside from the joke teams that you play that you going into the season assumed were probably wins, you're not getting many wins. You really need this one to avoid going over. So I'm going to go ahead and take Tennessee to bounce back here. Man, hot take. So, AJ, I think I already know who you're picking, but go ahead. You know what's better than a win-win situation? <laughs> oh, man. A win-win situation. Yes. We all win. I'm taking Tennessee. No. And you know why I'm taking Tennessee? Because it's this simple. If Tennessee wins, my record goes up. If Tennessee loses, I get more joy for another week. <laughs> I can't lose in this situation. I can't lose. This is the easiest pick all day. Also, I'll say this. I watched I watched a lot of that uh, BYU-Utah game before the, uh, the weather delay. BYU is tough. But they're handicapped offensively. They're not. They're just not very good offensively. If you can shut down their tight end, they don't have many other weapons to go to. Um, and that came to play in the second half or late late second quarter, early second half, because Utah started to key in that, shut that down, and then Utah was moving the ball up and down the the, uh, the field against them. I think Tennessee just needs to simplify their offense, like. You have these big receivers, throw the ball to them, um, and that's probably going to be your best bet. I'm going to – like, honestly, I do I, – and this is not even being funny. I think Tennessee can bounce back and get this win, A, because their coach's job depends on it, uh, but B, like, I just think that there's got to be some fight in Tennessee where they're just not going to lay down and, and lose two straight at home to start the season. So – you mentioned in your analysis that BYU is kind of handicapped on offense. It's good good day to go against a defense that's pretty handicapped on defense too. So I'm picking Brigham Young. <laughs> um, it's the first. Uh, so for our listeners who don't follow Tennessee football, this is going to be the first game uh, in Neyland Stadium in which they allow alcohol. Oh, they will oh, probably sell out. Um. That's funny for many reasons. One, they're going to like break record numbers on day one sales. Two, um, it's against Brigham Young is the first game, which is just funny by itself. That's that's pretty funny. There's and oxymoron so, in there. Yes. <laughs> and so I think uh, the alcohol runs uh, free through Neyland Stadium as well as uh, BYU's offense. So I'm taking BYU. So Side bet. Oh, what will we see more of Tennessee points offensively or beverages thrown on the field? I was going to even say beverages consumed by myself would be pretty close. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely on the field. All right. No faith in the old Tennessee. Uh, me and Sam will just ride with Have Tennessee. Have you watched Tennessee football the past 10 years? Both of you were oh, just I watched game, every yeah. play last Both game. of you were just scorned because your team's lost to a really crappy Tennessee team last year. I am not happy. We are. I'm not happy about it at all. But shut the <laughs> down. What I am happy about, we got a better record than y'all right now. <laughs> that ain't going to change for a while. Okay. We got number eight. Stanford at USC. AJ, who you got? Um, I'm going to take Stanford. I think that it's going to be tough to replace uh, JT Daniels. 
and I think Stanford's quarterback's just questionable right now. So if he can play, obviously I'm I'm definitely leaning head heavier towards Stanford. But if not, I think that their backup can come in and do just good enough to get them by this game. All right, Sam, are you take sticking with the same, or are you going with USD? Yeah, I'm gonna stick with the same. I'm gonna take Stanford in this too. Like you said, I, I like them regardless of whether they're playing their backup. I think their transition to a new quarterback is going to be a little bit easier and maybe not as much of a drop-off. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take Stanford here. Sweet. I have Stanford as well for a lot of the same reasons you guys said. I won't restate them. Uh, two games left, two kind of big games uh, in my mind that Ooh. I think could go either way. So, number nine, maybe not what you were expecting. Minnesota and the fighting P.J. Flex against – or, excuse me, at Fresno State. So – AJ. I did not watch a single second of Fresno State, so <laughs> I'm picking Minnesota. That simple. Uh, Sam, who do you got? I also did not watch a single second of Fresno State, but I'm taking Fresno State. Hey. hey. I don't know why. V on the back here. Oh, wait a minute. I did watch Fresno State. I lied to the world. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I lied to the world. My wife asked me why they have a V on the back of their helmet. We did watch Fresno State. Who did they play? That's a good question. I don't know who they played. USC. Last two games. They did play USC. Huh, I did watch that game. Holy shit. (laughs) Who knew? Who knew? What a day. I'm still taking Minnesota. So, another game. I'm I'm not going to lie to y'all. That was like game 12 of the day. I was in and out of sleep on that one. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's another one I wish Kevin was here for. Kevin, uh, for those of you who do not know, um, may or may not be in love with P.J. Fleck. I do. P.J. Fleck is hard to bet against. I'm a big fan. Oh, yeah. Fresno State held in there with USC. I'm I'm confident with Fresno State. Let's do this. I'm so. I'm taking Fresno State in this game, and I want this for the record on the pod. Not only am I taking them, I think they win by double digits. Ooh. Oh. Dang. So, just that, that I'll still take the win if Fresno State wins in single digits, but I that's like just it. an opinion there. So, last game of the day, LSU. Is that a neutral site game? No, it's at Texas. At Texas. So, LSU at Texas. Uh, we'll finish the round off with uh, Sam T. Grayson. Who do you got in this game? Yeah, at, at Texas is tough. Um, but we know LSU always has a good defense, but now they've got an offense that actually looks really good. And it's been a while since you've seen them with a competent quarterback actually running an offense. Um, I I do love Texas this year, but I got to take LSU on this one. I just think that defensively and now seeing that how their offense is clicking, I, I can't see them losing this game. All right. AJ, who do you got? God, my heart wants me to take Texas because I watched them just plow over Georgia. Oh, it was beautiful. And I think that this game, albeit – like it should mean more to both teams. For some reason, I feel like Texas has a bigger chip on their shoulder for this game. Um, but 
Joe Burrow looked really, really good the other day. So I'm going to go with LSU. What a way to finish it off. Um, I'm not going to take anybody else other than Ed Orgeron and LSU for this game. Right. Uh, Farmer Fran himself, I think, will uh, lead his team to victory, even if he finds a year of eligibility and plays defensive tackle himself. So, um, all I'm saying is, Bo Jackson picked on college game day last week, and Auburn won. So, if you pick on our show this week, and Auburn wins. I think we just got to have an Auburn guest picker on one platform or another every week. I got zero problems with that. I think <laughs> it's going to have to happen. And if we if we lose the two lane, I don't. I think I'm going to stop watching football. I'm not sure. It, hey, <laughs> hey, Sam, you won't stop watching football. You'll be back the next week. <laughs> I think. Trust me, I know. No, that's 100 percent accurate. We lost to Tennessee last year, and I still watch the rest of the season. That's uh, so yeah. true. Same here. same oh. caliber of school. Yep. <laughs> No, that's that's an insult to Tulane. <laughs> Probably is. Man. All right. So, AJ, do you want to sign us off here real quick? Yeah, as always, we appreciate your support. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, follow us anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. Um, please rate, review, subscribe. Um, we'd love to hear from you all. Any feedback that we can get, we'd love to have. Um, we thank you as always. And We'll see you next week. All I really want to see is up. I don't really need to be any dirt. All a bad bitch need is up. Cash rules everything around me. Green gets the money. Dollar, dollar bill, you're all. Dollar, dollar bill. I'm in. Great cash, homie. What a great ending. Never. That's incredible. Never gets old. Hey, you're going to pay for that ticket. Straight cash, homie. That's great.